Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Chantelle Girardi is passionate about helping business owners gain Facebook skills to succeed in their business. Facebook saved her business. She went from a broke business owner in a new country with three kids under five years old to now abundant in business using Facebook. She now empowers business owners who have no marketing budget to create an income-producing strategy using Facebook. Hi, Chantelle. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Hello. I'm really excited to talk to you today. We've got our theme of free clients from Facebook, so talking a bit of business stuff today. But first, do you want to tell our listeners a little about you and what your story is? I would love to, um, especially because your podcast is called um, Ignite Your Life um, and you were talking a bit earlier about small business owners and, you know, how tough it can be out there um, for your life and for your, for your business. Um, and the good news is, is that I'm one of you and <laughs> it hasn't been an easy road. Um, and I'm happy to share my story because it, it inspires other people um, because often people just think that you just landed in, you know, in the lap of a successful business. And it can be quite inspiring to hear the actual story. So my story goes a little like, uh, firstly, excuse my accent. It's a bit a mix of South African and Australian. And the reason for that is I moved uh, to Australia from South Africa 12 years ago. And when I did, uh, my three daughters were four years old, so identical twin girls, four years old, and another one was one years old. And we had a very supportive family in South Africa, moms, aunties, uncles, the whole shabam, including uh, income, people knew us and, you know, we're living quite well over there, gave up everything, moved here, knew no one. Uh, and my husband at the time actually got made redundant twice in the first two years that we were here. And when that happened, that was a bit of a, whoa, what are we going to do? Because now we're going to have to go back to South Africa. Um, and most people know we don't want to do that. So we'd love to stay in Australia. So uh, what I did was I played on Facebook. In fact, that was one of his pet peeves is how I always spent time on Facebook. Well, what I was doing was I was growing my personal branding and I was getting my name out there and I was building relationships with people because it was free and because I could do it while the children were sleeping or while they were playing in the playground. And I didn't have to go to networking groups. I could do it in my own time. And I basically grew my business and all my businesses since using free Facebook. Um, so people go, oh, you're a marketer. Oh, you must be a marketing guru. Or I love it when they say guru, marketing guru or this. And I'm like, no, I'm just a mom who, <laughs> who played on Facebook <laughs> and learned how to do it really well to get free clients from Facebook. So <laughs> Oh, I love it. Yeah, I can, I can hear a little bit of the accent. So <laughs> it's good to hear people's stories, isn't it? Because I know a lot of uh, women and men who listen to this podcast are from, you know, that background where they've had to go into small business or they wanted to go into small business and that's now their passion. So that's why I like to bring up different themes around that, that can actually help them because there's a lot of stuff that goes on out there and sometimes you think you're alone, don't you? And you don't know what to do. And we do hear about marketing gurus and all these gurus. You think, oh, I can't afford these gurus. But there is a way of having a small business to move ahead, isn't there? Yes, 100%. Um, for me, it was a case of I had no money to outsource it. I had no, no startup capital. Nobody knew me. 
Um, the industry was highly competitive on the Gold Coast and I, I had no choice. And I often say to people, I, I think I was pretty lucky because, because I didn't get Centrelink. I had no choice but to make it work. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, people go, well, how are you so motivated and so inspired? And I go, well, because I didn't have Centrelink. So <laughs> I had no choice. <laughs> Yes, and sometimes when you don't have any choice, you've just got to make the best of it and learn as much as you can and do as much as possible. I mean, being a one-man band or quite often in a small business, you know, it takes a long time before we can get those experts in to actually help us out. So you have to learn to be, you know, an expert as such in all these different areas and you're just the one person. So, yes, instead of having a marketing guru, you have to learn your own marketing strategies, don't you? Well, I love that you said that because um, 100% and even now, one of my mantras is for business owners to empower themselves. So invest in yourselves and empower yourselves because I think what's happened is a lot of people go outsource, outsource, outsource. Off, you can't do it outsource. And I think people are outsourcing too easily rather than um, actually learning to overcome some of those obstacles and then outsourcing from there. At least then you can manage it. And Facebook is the same. A lot of people go, oh, look, I just don't want to learn it. I want to give it to somebody else to do. Um, And they end up wasting a lot more money and a lot more time growing their business and they can't oversee they can't oversee the, the job or they can't oversee the task that they've given them because they themselves don't actually know what it should look like. So when they say to you, oh, no, take three months, it can take a year, it can ta-, you just go, okay. <laughs> um, and you don't really know because you haven't actually done it yourself. So even now, I'm incredibly passionate about any piece of technology in my business, any app, software, anything we use. Um, I go and I read up on it and I watch little quick cheat videos on it um, because I want to be able to understand it so that I can utilize it to the best of my ability and take advantage of all the things that it does do. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. I love that empowering yourself because if you don't, you lose control of what, you know, over stuff that, you know, you don't know what they're, what they're saying or if the copy's right or whatever it is, you need to be actually being controlled. I totally agree. So you have some tips for us today, don't you, about getting free clients from Facebook. So do you want to talk a little bit about Facebook and how it can benefit your business first? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, in the olden days, what happened was you would go door knocking or you would do a flyer drop Mm. um, or you would put up a massive billboard. Um, But generally, a lot of people would just go to networking groups or they would door knock. I mean, this is talking about, you know, old school days, um, you know, a couple of years back. And, um, And now it's a case of, well, we can sit in front of our computers and rather than us just waste our time and be fluffing around and looking at what people had to eat for breakfast in the morning we can actually run an online professional presence and we can actually network so facebook has a lot more than just going and putting content out there it's about your personal brand and your personal profile it's about knowing how to use that business page and effectively communicate what it is that you do which is super important um, because you have to write like Facebook is all about writing so we're not talking we're writing unless you're doing a live so you have to know what words that you're going to be using in order to uh, convince or compel your prospects to actually engage in your um, engage in what you're doing um, and to evoke curiosity and get them to pick up the phone and, and you know or buy your products um, and then the, the the next part of that is actually going out there and networking so finding your ideal client or finding referral partners who have your ideal client and putting your business in front of them with the right etiquette. And I cannot say that enough because the wrong etiquette is called spam (laughs) and the right etiquette is you get clients. (laughs) So, um, um, And there is a wrong and a right way. And I've done both. So I've definitely done both. 
Um, so for me, it's all about that. And a lot of people go, oh, yeah, look at my Facebook page. It looks amazing. And it's all templated and looks so pretty. And they're posting three times a week or 10 times a week. And But I go, hold on a sec. Unless you're actually getting paying clients, it's not working. And this is potentially why uh, three years ago, I changed my name from Facebook coach to Facebook strategist, because I realized that I can show you how to use the platform, but it's not one size fits fits all. And that everybody uh, has a a unique personalized strategy, which is relevant to them as a person, because you might be introverted or extroverted or want to be more public or private, and your client. Uh, it, it's up to them on how that strategy would actually work as well. So um, it's not just about having a pretty profile and it's not just about visibility. That drives me nuts when people say, be more visible. It's like, yeah, be more visible, um, be more well-known, be more out there. But you've got to do it strategically else it's a waste of time and there's nothing more than wasting your time. Oh, that's for sure. And because Facebook is one of those time wasters, isn't it too? And you know when people are looking, they're just scrolling past really fast you know, there's so much out there and you think, well, how can I be different? How can I stand out and get them to stop? Because you really do need something special to get them to stop these days. Yeah, 100%. And it's not uh, Botox and big boobs either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so for me, what it is, is we've, I focus on the eight fundamentals and the eight fundamentals are basically these are the, the, the seriously the eight things that I do with every client that comes and works with me. And people get annoyed when I keep talking about it, but I keep telling them that unless you do these eight things, it will not work. Um, and I'll share those with you today. And number one, it's all about you. It's knowing how you want to be seen online. And that relates to your personal branding, but also your, your privacy settings as well. Because that's important to me. There's some coaches out there that go, oh, yeah, you can just add anybody to your profile. And I'm, I'm not one of those people. I believe that, um, you know, you're the sum of the people that you hang around with. I believe in energetically you want right, the right people around you. So you're not just going to befriend absolutely anybody. And you're not going to want just anybody as clients. So um, I think, you know, first establishing your boundaries, your, your own boundaries for yourself of what or how you want to be seen online and how you want to be represented, super important, especially if you like lawyers, psychologists, uh, people like that as well. They've got to have public private profiles. So that one's always important to me. And we always st- start with that. And I encourage people to go and have a look at their uh, personal settings and make sure that they understand them. Um, number two is know who you're talking to, because if you know how, who you're talking to, you know what language and what content to put out there. So become a stalker. Go out there and go and stalk your prospects, ideal people that you actually want to work with. And, you know, do your whole client avatar um, so that you can work out exactly, you know, who they are, where they're hanging out, what they're interested in so that you can um, chat to them. And number three is another stalk because I love the stalk. Um, but number three is stalk your competitors. And it, this is one of the most underutilized tools. If you just went and stalked three competitors or people that you aspire to be like, um, if you even went and just stalked me and saw what I did and took notes from that, you would learn so much. Um, and do a thorough stalk from you know, the services, the customer journey, how they take payment, what type of content, how many reviews, what do the reviews say, Look at, looking at their desirable offer. Um, there's just so much there. Please feel free to interrupt me at any time because that's only number three. <laughs> You're doing great. I love it. Great. <laughs> so number four is branding consistency. And, um, you know, a lot of people associate branding with um, your colors and your fonts. And that's important. You know, have two to three colors, have, you know, maybe two fonts, one for your headline, one for your written text, and then, you know, stick to that so that there is consistency and not just on Facebook, but across all your profiles and even your website. 
Um, but the most important thing, this and this is even more important, I think, than actually your colors and your font or even your logo, because I'm not a big fan of logos and that's another story. But the other thing about branding is your key messaging. And those are the words that come out of your mouth. So if you're repeating the same value or mission statements or uh, call to actions and you know, pictures, if you keep repeating it again and again, it becomes memorable. And what will happen is when people are scrolling through, even they go, oh, there she goes again with that same, you know, that same story, that same pitch. Believe it or not, it's actually going into the subconscious. And the next time they need you, you'll actually be there, um, which is important. And that's how you get tagged and for referrals as well. So key messaging and your branding for your colors. Number five is my S word, um, and I'm quite fond of quite a few S words, um, and that is the strategy. And at the end of the day, it is social. So you don't want to be overly salesy, but when it comes to strategy, always start with the end in mind. And this is probably one of the biggest things people don't do. You've got to work out how many clients you actually want, how much money you actually want to have. I mean, that's a good business plan, right? And then from there, work backwards and go, well, how am I going to achieve that on Facebook? But people do it differently. They go onto Facebook and they just go, Bleh. this is what I do, buy from me. Um, and they forget about the social part and they forget about what they're actually selling and they forget to actually to have the end in mind and to direct people to that. And there's a customer journey and a logical customer journey on how are you going to touch those people? And I always say you've got to touch them in all their special places. Um, and you've got to touch them in all their special places so you can be forefront of mind, because people don't just say yes on the first time that they see you. And that's why that strategy is super important. I have heard of that one. Actually, I'll just stop you there because I have yeah. heard that, you know, it used to be, you know, when we first went into business, oh, seven touch points before, you know, you could get somebody maybe to say yes or to get in front of people to say that they think of you. But it's so much more than that now, and especially with Facebook. I was hearing that it's more like 60-something. Um, yep. They just scroll. Like you said, they scroll. So, you know, we need to make it easy for people. Mm. Um, and so if you do have a strategy and you're consistent and you're not spitting, you know, 70 different products or services out there, it gets too confusing. Um, in fact, I always say another magic secret here for strategy is choose one desirable offer and stick with that offer. And only when you get that right and you've got numerous clients from it, do you then go to the next one. Mm. Um, as entrepreneurs, we can get... Um, shiny art syndrome and we can also get uh, we can be too creative so we're constantly creating but we're not actually seeing things through and it's one of my favorite f words follow through follow up so yeah so that's the strategy part um, number seven is get them the hell off Facebook because I'm not stupid, right? I don't believe Facebook's going anywhere but at the end of the day they're a business and they want to make money so I don't want be, to be taking payment on Facebook's payment method. I don't want to be booking my appointments on their appointment method. I don't even want to be taking or handling my CRM or my messages through Facebook. So I always want to get people off Facebook and really quickly so that if Facebook does go down or if it does blow up or suddenly they start charging a fortune for you to use it, guess what? At least you've built your business off Facebook um, and at least you've still got um, a list. Um, and the last one is have a professional online presence. Um, so if you if you want to be in business and you want to be professional, well, if you want to be in business, you have to be professional. And that can be whatever it is for you. I don't wear makeup um, and I'm quite casual and everything. And people are quite used to that for me because I'm a bit of a clown. But whatever that professionalism is, just always be professional with the way in your etiquette and the way that you engage and interact with people and don't just spam the hell out of them. Yeah, I love those tips. That's fantastic. 
And I think it's really important, a couple of things that you say is that to definitely get them off Facebook, to get your contacts off Facebook, because you never know what's going to happen. But you also need different methods of um, connecting with people, isn't it? And while Facebook's great because people will stalk you, like you might meet them at a face-to-face networking group and they'll go, oh, I'm a bit interested in what they do. Where, where's the first place they go? These days it's Facebook, isn't it, to stalk? Yeah, 100%. Uh, 100%. And this is why it's important to actually stalk yourself as well and make sure that you've looked at your personal profile, maybe even from a stranger or somebody that you're not a friend. So if you can get a computer and go onto it and have a look at yourself, you'll be surprised what people can see. Um, a lot of the time you've got multiple profiles or your pole dancing picture that you thought was private, still public. <laughs> um, and it happens all the time. So <laughs> I see the weirdest things um, and I've had to remove the weirdest things. So it is important to also make sure that you do have that professional profile on there. Um, with regards to you saying that, you know, getting them on Facebook, we're about to go into Christmas now. And with Christmas and all the holidays that are coming up, we don't want to be spending on time on Facebook. I'm not a big fan of spending my life on Facebook. I'm an outdoorsy person. I love to run around, play with my dog, my kids. I don't want to be on here. Um, so I like to do things in the simplest, quickest, most effective way. Um, but when it comes to Christmas and New Year's and you're out doing things, you don't have to be on Facebook, still networking and building your list. So if you've already built your list and you've scheduled relevant content on Facebook, and if you've built your list, it means you can schedule out emails to go out over Christmas. So you can still sell people into entry-level programs or you could still nurture your prospects. And that's why it's incredibly important that you have that list as well. Yeah, definitely. Totally agree. I love it. I love all these strategies because I think it's really helpful for people because I do see a lot of out there, especially when there's new people in, in my area, there's a lot of coaches. And so they're new and also know their stuff really well. Getting themselves to market themselves is really difficult. Yeah. So what, what do you suggest when it comes to personal profiles and having business pages and that? Because I know that's a big one. And I hear differing opinions all the time of, yes, use your personal profile. No, don't use your personal profile. What, what do you suggest? I believe that there's a strategy for everything. So with your personal profile, you have to have a strategy as well. For me, I just made the decision years back. I, I first actually opened it so that my South African family could, you know, see what was going on. But they don't use Facebook. They use WhatsApp. So that stop that and I was like well no one's on there anyway my kids don't really want me taking photos of them too much anymore um, and I know my privacy settings so I know how to hide things or to keep things private so my personal profile is quite quite public um, but I believe that your personal profile is about you the person but what you do for other people and what you do in your vocation is part of what you do so that needs to be represented or felt on your personal profile as well and a lot of the time when you're engaging on Facebook, you're doing it as your personal profile, which means that is where people are going to know, like, and trust you. So you want to make sure that that's still in there. Now, where people go wrong with their personal profile is they do everything about their personal self, um, even too much, like drinking on the weekends or those, uh, that book club that you had. Um, and they have all of those things on there and there's nothing about, so if you went to stalk them, there's absolutely nothing that looks professional, trustworthy, um, or like you do what you do. Um, then there's the then there's the opposite of that, where people have business pages and they write like a marketer. And I do this and I do that. And they, it's very clinical and very cold and they forget that it's social. Your business page is about your business, but you are part of your business, especially if you're a coach. So you need to be represented in there as well so that they can get a sense for who you are. Because, you know, I'm pretty out there. I'm pretty like this. I'm a bit of a go-getter and, and, and a bit of an action taker. It's not going to respond to everybody. So your personality needs to be in both of that so that you will attract those ideal clients. And that was part of that one, that uh, one number one fundamental, which is how you are on Facebook. 
and how you want to be seen because um, that's the way that you'll attract the right people. I won't attract people who don't want results and I won't attract people who want a pity party. It's, it's, it, I'm not, those aren't the clients that I end up getting. I end up getting the clients that are willing to learn and want to learn and want to have fun in the process. Um, and that's because of the way that I'm represented on both those profiles. So yes, use your personal profile. Yes, use your business page, but include yourself in your business page and include your, include your business in your personal page. If you do too much of the business on your personal page, you lose the know, like, and trust from your family and your friends. And your family and your friends can be some of your biggest cheerleaders. So you don't want to upset them either. Yeah, no, great tips. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing all these wonderful tips for our listeners. I'm sure there's so much they can take away. And I'm even taking away stuff. I'm thinking, yeah, what can I go back and write those eight out again? <laughs> I love it. So Chantelle, if somebody wants to you know, work with you or contact you or just find out more about you, where's the best place for them to go? The best place to go would be my website, which is chantelgerardi.com.au. So you'll have to check the spelling because none of it spells right. <laughs> so um, chantelgerardi.com.au. And I encourage you to subscribe there because we send out blogs, podcasts. So even this one will go out in there. Uh, but blogs, podcasts, so those fundamentals will often become, come through there as well. So although, yes, you can jump onto my Facebook page and, yes, please do because all the Facebook updates are on there. You're more likely to get them to your inbox if you, if you jump onto the website and subscribe. Um, that way you'll also have access to book in a call with me to chat more or to find out about um, having a Facebook audit. Well, I'll go over your Facebook profile and um, see if it's a good representation of yourself and your business and give you some recommendations. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Igniters, how awesome are the eight fundamentals to be successful on Facebook for your business? Chantelle is all about investing in yourself so you empower yourself. If you want to find out more about Chantelle, go to her website www.chantellegarati.com.au. If you want an accountability partner to keep you on track for your business, go to my website www.leanblaney.com.